0: Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello and welcome to another edition of Back Shoulder Fade. Uh, we came at you with some all-star bets. Um, and honestly, Zach, if people listened to this podcast, they would have had a pretty good night on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I mean, they would have. We, we had a... we the Pacers. Team Baser's, uh, Team Jalen, Jalen Brown dunk contest got all the way to second place. Uh, You know, I mean, we were, you know, we were, we had a good night. All things considered, we looked pretty good.
1: Listen, man, that that dunk contest was trash, trash. Caleb, and you know it was, you know it was. You could basically walk up, you could walk out of this. You arrive. You know, we. I could have. I was there. I could have okay. walked out of the stands and, you know, lowered the lowered the gold to eight feet and dunked, and I would have got a forty five. That's how the judges were acting. You could just
2: walk out. You know, anybody, anybody could get it. It's just joke, joke.
0: Well, they might have to fix it. Who knows? They might have to address it. We we won't we won't know. They got a they got a year to they got a year to do that. I guess right. They got a year to do that if they want to yeah. and. Uh, Know some meetings with Silver and so on and so forth, but uh, you know, Indianapolis got the host the weekend. Uh, we talked yeah. a little bit about it. Zach, uh, Zach and uh, you know, my co host, I'm Lindsay were there, and uh, Zach will dive into that a little more on uh, Alex's Power Hour just on the All Star weekend and some NBA stuff. So I don't want to have uh, say too much on here, but uh, you know, in, in a solid weekend all around, solid weekend all around, and uh, you know, look, now we're about to get into some NBA action. Thursday night, by the time you pretty much get this podcast, you know, we're going to have stuff out and rolling for you. Um, and, you know, Zach was texting me all week. He's like, I, I got these SGPs. I got these SGPs. Let me fire up these SGPs. Uh, let me go to these games. Let me go to these games. I have yeah. no idea what games he's going to pick. So uh, this is going to be pretty interesting because it's a pretty full slate, Zach. So uh, where do you want to start? And then maybe uh, we can go from there.
1: Very full slate. Well, first I want to take a shot at the NBA TV scheduling committee or whoever decides to do it because you got TNT tomorrow night, right? The double, the double header, the the patented TNT double header. And the first game is, uh, Suns Mavericks. Very good game. You know, these teams have played each other, I think twice this season. Um, you know, good, good teams. Playoff hunt teams, you know, trying to rise up to standings before the season's end. Mavericks trying to avoid the play-in. Good game. Good game. But then you say. go to the ten o'clock, the, the the ten o'clock matchup when we could have had uh, you know, I don't know. I mean this this game didn't start till what is this? 810? 8, 10, 810. But you could have Clippers Thunder. Caleb, would you rather watch Clipper's Thunder or what we're actually getting uh, Lakers-Warriors. To be honest, I would have rather had Spurs-Kings at 10 o'clock. I would have. Because at least I get to see Wemby and I get to see a high-powered offense with the Kings. With the
2: Lakers, I am getting... I, I don't... Well, you get to see well, Spencer, enough, Spencer Dinwiddie's debut off the bench.
1: Oh, well, you know, I've been on pins and needles waiting for that. I just... I... Can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. I want to see uh, Marcus Morris, who still hasn't been bought out by the Spurs. You know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather see that. I'd rather see that than than what we're actually going to get, Caleb. But that actually leads me into these games, uh, because I actually, believe it or not, have the Lakers. Here we go. After you slammed that game, you're like, oh, yeah.
0: guess what? Guess what? I got the Lakers. I got the Lakers. I'm picking the Lakers. <laughs>
1: No, I'm not picking the Lakers. I'm picking the Lakers spread, which you can get right now at four and a half plus four and a half against Golden State. Golden State Okay. One of the hotter okay. Yeah, one of the hotter teams, Caleb. And Steph, you know, inserting himself in an MVP conversation. I think the first half of the season was too rocky for them for him to really make any headway. But he is the only reason they are going to make the play You and I have talked off the record about how the play is shaping up. It's a shame your Jazz are slipping out of it. Uh, The Rockets, who I
2: thought... You didn't have to do that.
1: (laughs) Well, they are slipping out of it. Um, The Rockets, who you and I both like. A fun team. A fun young team. A good coach. They actually play defense. You know, we wanted them hanging around, but they're slipping out of it. So now we're left with these two teams who are most certainly going to be in the play-in, but you got Lakers plus four and a half. It's always hard to tell out, right out of the all-star break, Caleb. You don't know how these teams are sure. going to, are they going to be rusty? Uh, are they going to come out swinging? Like like
2: the Warriors, like I said. Sure. We're on this the uh, nice run before the break.
1: Is that going to affect things? I don't know, but I think the Warriors win the game, but I'm taking the Lakers spread. I just think it's going to be a close game, but I want to parlay it with Clay's over on points, which was 16 and a half points yesterday. He's coming Uh off the bench now. I don't know if that uh, if he's going to continue coming off the bench. I assume so. I haven't heard otherwise as of today, Mm -hmm. Wednesday night, but his over under 16 and a half, so take that. His first game off the bench against uh, the the lowly Brooklyn Nets, I think it was. He had 35 off the bench. So take that. I think he continues the streak. Fair enough. And then I like the parlay of uh, adding Draymond over six and a half assists. It's about his average for the season. Uh, six assists per game. So if you do that, Lakers spread. Clay over sixteen and a half points. Draymond over six and a half assists. You're looking at uh just over six to one odds, uh, plus six oh four for the Lakers Warriors. So you can if you're gonna if you're like me and you're gonna watch the game begrudgingly, at least you can watch along with some some entertainment value.
2: Well, so
0: let's let's just start let's start with this. Let's start with this. Um I mean Lakers at Warriors. You know, and I, I mean, a decent, a, a late cap game that that's going to get attention, viewership, no question. Um, yeah. What What is making you any confident with a LeBron Davis team, a LeBron and Anthony Davis team right off the break? Don't you think they could be in Cancun, like in their heads, like they could be in Cancun? I mean, what's, well- you know what? You think they're going to come out swinging? You trust Ham to be able to to have them come out swinging?
2: No.
1: After the no, break. No, you know You don't, you know, but you're don't. betting him. You know you know I don't trust him. I'm betting the spread. All right, I'm betting the spread. The Lakers the key for the Lakers down the stretch of the season is basically the same that it was last year when they went on that let's be honest, lucky run to the West Finals. Oh, here we go. It was, you know it was. You were there. The thing is They need their shooters to start hitting, right? And unfortunately for them, their shooters are Torian Prince, Jared Vanderbilt, and now Spencer Dinwiddie, and Austin Reeves as well. So they need them to start hitting. um, And then they just need defense. They just need defense, which, Caleb, I was listening to JJ Redick, who's been in the news lately. I was listening to his pod a couple days ago. He read off a stat. He read (laughs) off a stat. I forget exactly what it was. But basically the point of the stat was the Lakers are actually a better defensive team when Anthony Davis is sitting on the bench. Wow.
2: Okay. wow. So I'm not I'm not I'm wow. What is I am not i am not i am wow i do not like I don't like Anthony Davis. Uh you know, that's
1: on the record but I'm not going to sit here and bash him for like he's he's a great defensive player. He's, he's still one of the best defensive players in the NBA. So for that stat to say, hey, your team's actually better off defensively when he's on the bench. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what to make of that. Uh, but I just, barring injury to one of the two main guys, Caleb, I just think the Lakers, unfortunately for us, they're going to be in the top ten. Uh, they're going to they be are. in the play in. Like I said, the Jazz and the Rockets have taken a step back, which it's you kind of expect. They're they're young teams, but. It would have been nice for a little uh, parody, but would have. I, I think the Lakers typically play against the Warriors really well, um, so that's. I just think it's going to be a close game. I think both teams are. I think both teams are actually going to come out slow out of the gate, uh, and it ends up being a close one at the end. I just don't think the Lakers lose
2: by more than five. Uh, money line doesn't intrigue you. No, i just Steph's been on such a run
1: that he can win this game by himself, and I, there's nobody on the Lakers where I'm like, yeah, he could grab the game by the balls and win it by himself. So, just fair enough. Not a little, a little hesitant to bet Lakers outright.
0: You know what? I'm not hesitant in doing, and I don't care that it's a big spread. Sure. Indiana Pacers minus eleven and a half. I think we could yeah, be. Seeing, I think yeah. we could be seeing. A legitimate take. I I am not looking forward to watching and following the Detroit Pistons. I might not follow them too much at all the rest of the season, just given the way their roster is constructed. But you know, look, I you were the SGP guy. I was looking at sides, and I personally think that look. I know you don't it's like inside. what you're seeing out of
1: Detroit. It's eleven and it? a half.
0: It's eleven and a half. I get it. Off the All Star break, though, I feel like Indiana is going to want to keep things going. And have a high momentum. They're on a pretty good like cloud yeah. high right now. You know, I mean, they just won the skills competition. They Halburn had a great all-star game, and you know, like Turner had a good weekend, and you know, the city had a lot going for it. There's a lot of hype there, yeah. and I, I feel like that could just carry over. Like I feel like that has a chance to just carry over, you know, against the Detroit team who you know was starting Finachina with the three. I mean, they're not they're not looking to get. You don't right like now. that? They're not getting wins right now, and I well, mean, I look, I get that it's a huge spread, but I just I'm gonna back momentum. It's I'm backing momentum. I mean, I'm one of those guys, Zach. You know I am. I you know I am. I'm typically trying to bet a team like Detroit at that at that type of number, but I mean, I think you know when you look at the teams are just team, so it's ass.
2: miserable.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, look at what they did at the deadline, Caleb. What the hell? What the hell? I mean, it, you and I were sitting here. De- these teams are like basically sitting around like oh man we need to make a move like the Knicks we need to make a move to bolster up some depth what do we do
2: and somebody said oh, call Detroit call Detroit call Weaver oh, call Weaver and then Weaver's say, like yeah Weaver
1: throws up the garage he's having a sale It's like yeah come on take whatever you want hop off buy one get one that's all it was Here's speaking of the Pistons here's one if you think that they're going to be so cheeks to end the season, oh. you can get there over. They're over under on wins right now on FanDuel. It's 13 and a half. They're currently sitting at eight wins. Eight wins right now. Thirteen and a half. 13 and a half. I don't know if that would be the worst record of all time. Now you're
2: getting into some history stuff. Well, like that's I mean, I'm thinking like six bottom. wins that that's achievable. Right? Is it? <laughs> is it after the moves they just made? I don't know. Bogdanovich was like their second best player. He's gone. Well, and then this Isaiah
0: Stewart stuff. I mean, yeah,
2: I don't know. They're, like,
0: they're in a they're in a tough spot. You're right. You're right. But man, so
1: you can get their <laughs> Six bets under six games. FanDuel is basically daring you to say they won't win more than six
2: games the rest of the way. There's like forty games left. There's like forty games left. So you think they're gonna go five and thirty-five to end the season? Well you can bet they're under thirteen and a half wins at plus
1: one twenty two right now. But, so if so you, you gotta if you're get like it me plus money. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're like me and you think there's no way this team wins, you know, oh. you're six betting more it. games. I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm looking. If they come out tomorrow against us and just get the break speed off them, I'll be looking to bet if I can still get it at plus money. Because, and I'm with you on us on the Pacers. Um, I think the weekend, the weekend did a lot for us. I think. I think it'll fall.
0: I think it'll fall at some point. You're on cloud nine. It'll drop a little bit, but the first game after the break, I feel Uh, like that's a that's a good spot spot for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we've we've lost to Portland and Chicago and and Charlotte twice this year. So you're probably right. It will drop at some point. We'll at lose some, point. some BS game that we shouldn't, but uh I'm serious. I thought the weekend was really big for us and I think we're just going to wipe the floor with them uh tomorrow night.
0: Let me tell you of a team uh that I think's going to make a statement in the second half of the season. A team that I've been pretty upbeat about, you know, watching them play um, a side that I really like. I'm curious because I think you might have this in the same game parlay. Okay. I think Orlando's going to come out swinging in the second half. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: I think they're going to come out swinging in the second half.
1: Plus I like them, man. I mean, plus seven
2: is a lot of I, points. Uh,
1: it is a lot of points. I know they got waxed by OKC. Um Right before the break, but you know how I feel about this Cleveland team. Like I don't, I know. Look, I'm not taking anything away from what they've done. They've been incredible. Sure. All right, especially dealing with injuries. But my concerns with them are the same as they were last year: the coaching and the softness down low.
2: It's just soft. Like I like Mobley and Allen, but what the hell was that last year? Like you're gonna you, tell you me in, that in ten so months,
1: got <laughs> killed. They were more talented than that next team last year. They got they got absolutely railroaded. But I'm with you on this one. I, I looked at this. I looked at this myself.
2: Um, I didn't have it, but I did look at it. Now that I'm looking at it again, I mean, you can get Paolo. Paolo and Franz. Both of their overs for
1: points are plus money right now. So you can get Franz over 19 and a half points. Plus a hundred, and you got Paolo over twenty-one and a half points. Plus a hundred, huh. um, the Cavs.
2: You know they have wings to throw they at those do. guys. They do, yeah. But do they have the correct defensive
1: wings? I don't know. I I, I don't think so.
2: I, I I for me,
0: it's just Cleveland was just so on fire to close the first half yeah, of the totally. season. And, you know, now they're coming off this momentum and, no, I mean, Orlando is a real shot here. They have a real shot at the division. They have a real shot at a top six seed. They have a real yeah. shot to not have themselves in the plan. And if I'm an Orlando, you know, fan, or if I'm on the, in the organization right now, like I'm trying to get this, I'm trying to get inside the top six. I'm not trying to play in the tops. I'm not trying to play in the plan. I mean, no. regardless, I mean, it's at a this good-
1: point for Orlando, it's a disappointment if you don't make, I agree. In the I playoffs agree. because I agree. if you're looking at the 9 and 10 in the East I mean they're so bad Caleb the Hawks and the Bulls I mean the Bulls are the definition of mid and then the Hawks like I don't know what the hell is wrong with the Hawks I mean I know what's wrong with the Hawks oh, they're, it's unpopular but
2: they're awful, but it's, they're awful. The there's Hawks so much awful. talent on the Hawks like how are the Bulls better than you how they're, you've had no major injuries this year besides what Capella, sure. but I mean what
1: so I'm with you. I like that game. I looked at it. I didn't have it. Uh, I know you've liked the Magic all year. I'm coming I around on the Magic. I have. I've liked them a
0: lot. I, I I am higher on them than the consensus. Um, But I, I, I do think that they're a type of team that you're going to want to look to bet in the second half of the year. You're going to want to take a yeah. look at teams that really have a lot to play for. Because here's a team that I'm not sold on in the second half. And I'm kind of curious to see where you stand on them before you get into some parlays, like yeah. Milwaukee right now. Like, I mean, I think they're going to be overvalued on the books. I think they're going to be overvalued. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be overvalued on the books. And I think you know you should be capitalizing. I mean, if you watch these games, I mean, the spreads are going to favor Milwaukee. Futures are going to put Milwaukee in a, you know higher discussion and and as a top three to four seed in the East as a team that can potentially win the championship, Zach. I mean, if you're watching this team,
2: this team is not, you know, going to fix itself in like five seconds. I mean, it, there's some, there's some real work. This is, I genuinely don't know what people are watching when they say, and I've had disagreement with this, with uh, with Alex. Like, I don't know what
1: people are watching when they say the Bucs can go win at all.
0: Well, I don't some, know. Real quick, something some to keep in mind, they're 21 and 35, you know, against the spread. Milwaukee is as a team. Second worst in yeah. the league. Second worst in the league. They don't know what they're doing. And you know who the first one is? Atlanta Hawks at 17-38. <laughs>
2: That, so it goes to show you. It goes like, to
0: show you. It goes to show you, they're they're overvaluing them right now. The, the books have not. You if you watch these games, you should be catching on to them.
1: You should be catching on to it. now. I, I watch them more because they're in the same division as my team, and we play them a lot. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and they're and just quite frankly, they're on TV a lot, and they should be. They have one of the five best players in the league, right? They they should be on TV a lot. I'm not they saying they too. shouldn't be on TV. Yeah. But for them to have better
2: title odds than. The Suns, the Knicks, Minnesota, OKC. Like, I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. That's fair. That's fair. So when you're saying they're being
1: overvalued, but absolutely they're being overvalued. Absolutely they're being overvalued. This team cannot play defense. They can't. They can't play defense. And I am not worried about Giannis in the playoffs. Okay? Not worried about him at all. He's gonna come in and do what he did. You know, he he's gonna do what he does. Like I said, he's a top five player, but it's everyone else. Dame's offense,
2: like I have him in fantasy. I have Dame in fantasy. He's my starting point guard in fantasy. So I'm seeing kind of the
1: drop off from what we're used to with Portland. Now, granted, his usage and his shots might be a little. You know, dumbed down now Right. the second option. Right. Right. Even though Giannis had some dumbass quote today saying it was Dame's team. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Then the Pacers are uh Siakam's. Okay. Yeah, the Pacers are Siakam's team, then if you're if that's what we're doing. I'm like, come on, dude. You're smarter than that. I know you like him, but damn. But this is you're absolutely right about them being overvalued. I have serious concerns about them. And if one of those guys gets hurt, they're fucked. <laughs> they're done.
2: Middleton is cooked. Middleton is cooked. You can throw Middleton on the grill and, and hear him sizzle. That's how cooked he is. So, I'm. I, I, needless to say, I think I explained it. I don't have much faith in the Bucks,
1: But uh, another, another parlay I had was actually the first TNT game. Suns maps kind of mentioned it a little bit. <laughs> Caleb's cracking up. So they just ripped the bucks. So that's true. Suns plus three against the maps. Now the Mavs, Caleb, are a team for me that I really want to
2: pay attention to down the stretch. Is like I said, health I is a big really thing good. for them, and um, they just need to avoid the plane if they can. Now they're gonna have to jump New
1: Orleans who I think is a little bit better than them. Um, but they, they're they going to try and avoid the play-in. Phoenix and Dallas, uh, they played each other uh, on January 24th. The Suns murdered them. It was 132-109. to 109. So I think this time around, you know, the Mavericks are a better team. They have P.J. Washington and Gafford this time around. Uh, so if you take the Suns plus three, I think it's two and a half now. Let me look. Yeah, it's two That's and a half. So Sign for you. Three. Yeah,
0: you're gonna want to get it now. Then you're not gonna want to wait because that number will probably no be down closing value. But go on.
1: Not gonna want to wait. Uh, not gonna be a ton of defense in this game, needless to say. If you watched Luca uh, in the All Star game, you'll know that. And then so you got Suns spread, Luca over thirty one and a half. Now this guy put in the least amount of effort you have ever seen from a basketball player in the All-Star game. Okay, So if he's not ready to go, if he doesn't come out and hit this over, the guy's averaging like 36 points a game this year. If he doesn't come out and hit this over after putting in zero effort in the all he expended no energy in that game. So he should be 100%
2: ready to go. Give me that over. P.J. Washington's over at 12. 11.5, take that. Luca has been praising him a lot. And then I like
1: Kevin Durant uh, to have over 25 points. You probably like those four things. I usually don't do four-leggers for NBA games, but I like these ones. Um, I like that. It might be a little lower than this now because the spread moves a little bit, but plus 960. If you Durant, 25 points, P.J., over Luka, over, and then the Suns, uh, spread against the Mavs tomorrow night. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a, hey, that's a solid bet. A good parlays. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a,
0: it's a, you know, it's the NBA. NBA's coming back. We're starting to see some, uh, some interesting lines and teams starting to come in and really show who they are. Agree with you, Zach, on Dallas. Dallas is definitely a team that, you know, with the moves they made, I, I wouldn't want to, uh, Mess with them right now, I think. When they get things together, they could be a pretty dangerous team. And obviously, Luke and Kyrie too. can can uh, can make some plays. Uh, Zach, you got some college hoops talk for us today. Um, I wasn't necessarily. I had NHL on the board. We'll talk NHL, but uh, you, you got some college hoops talk you wanted to throw in here. So let's do it. Let's talk some college hoops.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, one game is actually tonight. So if you still want to talk about it, we can. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I was intrigued by this game. It was the only ranked versus ranked team tonight. It was
2: Florida at Alabama. I'm waiting for you to give me shit for Florida. I'm waiting. No. Oh, that's just football? Yeah. Not basketball? No. Okay. Florida plus nine and a half at Alabama. Florida beat number 10 Kentucky.
1: Uh, earlier in the season they only lost by two the first time they played and then they beat Auburn who was also like a in the teens rankings uh Florida got killed by number five Tennessee in January so this is right in their sweet spot They they play well against these middle ranked teams in between the 10 and 20 10 to 18 in the rankings so that's where Alabama is um you could have got Walter Clayton over 16 and a half he's points. Good. He's really good. Probably that with Mark Sears over 21 and a half points. Uh, you would have had plus 482, but I just didn't know what you thought of. So if I remember correctly from Alabama, last year, you were a little, you were a little wishy-washy on Alabama's coach. I don't know if you still feel that yeah, way. Yeah. I
0: mean, I still am. He, He's, you know, he's a guy that, you know, wants to play in a similar style to the NBA, you know, he wants to push it up and down the court. You know, his teams are very reliant on the three and, you know, defensively they're up and down. That's just what Alabama is. And, uh, you know, look when they, when they make their shots, they're very good. You know, they're very, very good and they're normally hot and they're incredibly difficult, but this is a team that can get ice cold. Uh, they are as a lot, you know, they're as up and down as anybody, the fact that they're at home, you are probably getting a little bit of a push there with, you know, on the value. Uh, on Alabama. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't it think it's crazy to bet too big. Yeah, I, li- I mean, I like what they've been doing. You know, Golden's been getting solid for them as their head coach. And, uh, you know, their transfers have came in and stepped up. There's no doubt about it. Clayton especially uh, has become a really, really nice player at the high major level after coming from my own with Ricky Pitino. So I, I, I don't think there's any uh, – I don't have an issue with that. I really don't. I don't have an issue with that bet. Um, you know, Sears is going to look to sling it as well. Uh, so it's, mm. it's, uh, it's not, not anything that I would, uh, push back against. Uh, did you get yourself another one?
1: Yeah. Um, I got two futures for you, Arizona, 11 to one to win the oh, whole you, thing. You they, think they're that good? They just, well, I just wanted to run it by, it see what you thought, because they extended Tommy this week. They did. Tommy, I, I know Tommy's you like good. Tommy. Tommy's good. I like, uh, but they're one of these teams, which I don't know if you saw your
2: co-host, um Rumored to hire Sean Miller, former Arizona Mount, coach. Mouth, mouth, shut, sealed. Sent to the post the fifth? office. Yeah. the feds are on you. You plead the fifth. Okay, yeah. great.
1: Um, but the, this is a team, and just a program, I guess. That even when Sean Miller was there, yeah, always seemed to be really talented. Had NBA talent, right? Derek Williams, Aaron Gordon, guys like that, and then. They just always seem to fall short in March. So I don't know if you still felt that way about him with Lloyd. I always they had the fourth like, best odds to win the title. I
0: always like them, you know, and that's the hard part. I always like him. I always get that itch with them, man. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. You look at this bracketology right now. You look at Lenardi's bracket. Like, that's just not an easy bracket, and. You're you're looking at facing teams like Duke and Kansas, and you know I I'm in on Duke. I mean I'm in on Duke a lot, and uh, I don't think this Arizona team is getting any sort of competition from this Pac-12 conference. Uh, I mean UCLA. I mean Mick Cronin is trying to send his resume out during the middle of the season. You got Andy Enfeld. You got Andy Enfeld in USC splurging the money out oh, for NIL and they're just, they have just been absolutely tanking this season. Yes. I mean, it's, you're looking at a conference, Zach, a Pac-12 conference with two projected teams into this field.
1: I saw that today. I mean, Me look, I'm not, not trying to take today. a shot.
0: I mean, I'm, I mean, Arizona is very good.
2: I, I definitely
0: think they are very
2: well, good. Well, you don't like the Pac-12s in general. You don't. Well, well you're am right. I wrong? Was I wrong? I thought, am I just, I'm wrong? saying you're right. Have I'm
0: saying you're
1: right. This
0: I'm the king of, of the pack twelve. Year. I'm the king of the Pac twelve. I'm the king of the Pac twelve. I, I you might as well, you might as well. This is what you do. This is what you do. You give me the crowd. And the, you the king, crowd. You guys came at me with Oregon State. You guys came at me with all this other stuff. What did I tell you? Flukiest run I, I, in recent memory. Freak flukiest run in recent memory. Great. I just would like a trophy and a plaque. From you, oh,
2: well. Justin
0: Powell, Devin Voss. Specifically, the three of you come up and make this pl- uh, plaque, yeah. and then and then underneath the trophy I'll say, right "Caleb Lynn owns us in college basketball." <laughs> Hashtag Pac-12 King. That's what the, that's what it needs yeah. to say. I mean, look, yeah, I'll, I'll, the, I'll the, Pac-12 right is, the Pac-12 is the Pac-12 not great. It's not it's objectively not that good. Um, they're they're not, they're not a very good conference. Um, I, I think with Arizona and any championship bet, I don't like betting it at eleven or anything below that. I'm a 20 to 25 or higher person when it comes to college basketball, because I don't think you can bet 20, 25s and, you know, or even high. You got to go longer in terms of the odds um, just because there's so much parity. And with Arizona, like, yeah, they're going to be a number one. I think they're probably going to be a number one seed, number one seed or a number two seed. But they're going to have an issue of, are they, have they been tested, especially in conference play. And that I'm not yeah. totally sure of. Um, and I, I think that's going to cost them. I mean, we've seen Arizona, like you said, have really good teams and joke. We just have. And I like Tommy a lot. I mean, he's one of the five. He's, in my opinion, he's one of my five favorite coaches in the game right now. This is not close, but. It's uh, just, just a matter of win.
1: need to see him do it. And he's going to have to, to win a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me shift to a guy who has one. Bryce's favorite coach, Bill Self. Bad very bad losses for this team, right? The UCF loss, uh the Texas Tech shellacking uh a couple of weeks ago. But they're still they're twenty five to one for the title. And funny enough, they're five to one to make the final four. So I mean, what do, you, what do you make of that? Like, kind of long title odds, but not very long final four odds. I don't really get it. Um I mean, you're obviously
0: when you're talking about a team like Kansas and you say, hey, you know, are they going to make the final four? They're always one of those teams that your grandma, your mom, your co-worker you think. will just naturally put Kansas in the final four just because it's Kansas. So the yeah. book's probably going to see that. But then at the same time, when I, but when I look at this Kansas team, um, you know, you I, like I'll it. be honest, I, I'm not as crazy on it. No, I, I think I think Dickinson is 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 solid. I think he's solid. Uh, I think McCullough is solid. Uh, but uh, I, I still think the perimeter play is a concern. I don't trust it. I don't buy it. Uh, DeWan Harris is a really nice floor general, really, really good floor general. Uh, but if I'm looking for a point guard to give me a bucket down the stretch, that's just not who he is. And, you know, Bryce and I were talking about them on our pod um, two weeks ago. Check that out. Big 12 podcast. We talked about just the Kansas Jayhawks, what we thought they could be. And Bryce was like, I think John, Johnny Furphy is going to have to be that guy. And I agree. Like he's their you know, guard from Australia and like he has shown a lot for them. And if he has any chance of being, you know, the real deal come March, that makes them different. But right now you, you got to have a lead guard to win at college basketball. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you outside of a couple teams in that little top 10, top six, whatever you want to freaking call it. You're, you're looking at a lot of teams with good lead guards, a lot of teams with good, trustable lead guards, Newton, shed, uh, love, uh, connect. Uh, you know, I can go on RJ Davis, like dark Sears. Like those are the team. Those are the guys right now. You look at the odds. That's what it's showing teams with lead guards and Kansas doesn't have that lead guard. They don't have the elite guard right now. They're going to have to get that fixed if they want to win a national championship, but it's both self. Anything can happen with
2: him. So. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, and the last one I had was your favorite coach in the land, Kelvin Sampson, Houston. First year in the Big 12. Pretty good so far. Does it make you more likely to bet them than in years past? They're the most popular top team in the country. So, no. No. You're not that. Because, I mean, mean,
0: I've talked about this with some friends. I I, I mean, I've said this. Look, they play so hard every game, right? They play so hard every game. This is my theory on Houston. They play so hard in the regular season. That's what their DNA is. They play hard. You watch them play. It's like every game's a championship. Every game's a championship. Well, then here's the problem when it comes in March, we've already seen your final gear.
2: We've already seen your final
0: gear. We've seen the cards, basically. We know the level of which you can play. And for the most part, a lot of these teams in the regular season, sure, they play hard. Of course, they play hard. But it's like there's a level that a lot of these teams take once March Madness comes. But Houston is the same level the whole time. And I think it kills them. Because if you constantly play like that all the time, eventually
2: you get worn down, and you get worn down at the end of the season. You're saying that the Cowboys. Dallas has had more success than that program will ever have. The current Cowboys running back the same team every year. and I'm aware the of what results. I just said. <laughs> okay.
0: I, I, look, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I mean, look, they've got players. But you're Houston not impressed has, at all by what Houston, they've done in the Big 12? I mean, sure. What they've done in the Big 12 is very good. They've, they, they have, you know, but kept just themselves not from a betting perspective. You're not
2: no, I'm not changing. They were favored against Kansas on the road. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Bucks, you're trying to give me free
0: money?
1: Hammer, hammer, hammer. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, you bet that.
0: I mean, they're not a team. They're not even a team for me. Big Big 12, Big 12. There's a there's a couple teams on my list that I've got my eyes on. One I've already placed know. a bet on. One I already have. you know, I'd rather take Kansas and be more comfortable with Kansas. I'd be more comfortable. Uh, with Who'd you bet on? I'd be more, Baylor's who I bet on. I, I'd feel nah, more comfortable. Nah, I'd be, I'd be comfortable with Kansas. Your boy, Your boy I, Scott. I, yeah, I'm all, I'm always in on Scott. I just, I just am. Um, yeah, Iowa are. State, Iowa State, I'm kind of out of Iowa with State. Uh, I think BYU could be an interesting bet in the Big 12. But look, I'm not, I'm not, no way. Houston is too overvalued for me. They're too overvalued. They're the same, okay. they're, they're, they're they're only a couple. They're the same odds as Purdue. They're the same odds as Purdue. And no. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue is a better team to me than, than Houston. I mean, I I've got that them as the number I've one watched.
2: team in basketball. I've got the number one yeah. team in basketball, the Purdue Boilermakers. Okay.
1: Well, that answers that. I just wanted to run it by you. I didn't know if the change of scenery in the conference made you feel any differently. Like yeah, look, less.
0: I'm not, it, might, it might make them better. Okay, it might. It might. But they're also one of those teams that because they play so hard, I feel like at some
2: point it's just going to drop off. The more and more time time that goes by, the more it feels like that Final Four run they had in 2021 was just a fluke. I mean, it it does make you wonder, right? If you look at their history. And they've had better teams since then, I would say.
0: I personally think last year was their best year. That's Jaris Walker think, team. They had Jairus Walker and Marcus Sasser. Marcus Sasser yeah. was arguably one of the three or four best players in college basketball. Walker was a difference-making, talent, front-court player. Houston has never had anybody like that as a freshman just come in and kick it like that. And they lost. And that's the team I thought that was going to make it. But then I just got to this point where it's like, okay, are we sure that they're going to be... That they can play the way they play and win a championship. And it's kind of like my thing on Shannon. Kind of like my thing with Shannon. Can you play the way you're playing and win a championship? And at the end of the day, see what you're saying. We're about championships. We're about championships, and you're probably about you're championships saying. if you want to bet. Oh, let's see. Um, I want to get into some NHL really bad. Sure. Uh, you and I haven't talked about it a ton on this podcast, but uh, you know we're heading down the stretch here. We're getting down the stretch here, and I like some down the stretch hockey. Um, yeah, games people left. People want to talk about the NBA uh, regular season. Let's take a look at the NHLs, please. I mean, the NHL. The NHL could use some some evaluation, in my opinion on the uh, on the regular season. But you, look, w- when really it comes wide
1: to, open this year,
0: it is wide open. And you know, I kind of wanted to get into some some futures and just some aspects of okay, like who you know, because the thing with hockey, Zach, and I think you would agree with me on this. It's just the parity is massive, right? You don't have to be like in the NBA. If you're a one seed, that matters. That matters.
1: I believe in hockey, it really doesn't matter. You saw it like I feel like Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins had the greatest team regular season ever last year. They had the most points of all time in a season and they had the most wins of all time in a season. Lost. Didn't even make the finals. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We saw it with the Lightning before they went on this little run, uh, before they won their cups. Yeah. You know, famously in 2018 they lost to Columbus in the first round. Yeah. After winning yeah. the President's Cup. Like you're right. It's the best team all year easily could not win in in the playoffs. And that's why the hockey playoffs are the best. That's why they're always going to be the best. I agree. I agree. And these guys go like they, they go hard all year, especially the last few months. Yeah, yep, yeah, they do. Right. And I'm, let me be clear: that's not why I'm mad at the NHL.
0: It's to me, it's just too long. The season's too long. But the players play hard every game. You can't say that about the NBA.
1: No, it's the same length as the NBA, eighty-two games exactly. So that's the thing I've always liked. Their seasons are on top of each other. Uh, it's always kind of sad when it's over. When the NHL and NBA end because then there's just this dead period, and you're you're watching baseball and you're waiting for football to start right uh, a little bit of golf in there, but yeah, it's yeah. really just a quiet period, so yeah, I'm excited to talk these
2: i got I got a few here. I got speaking of the Bruins, I got the Bruins. The Bruins the tend Bruins. to want to win the cup
1: uh, they've been knocking on the door, wow. for a few years now. You know,
2: 2019, they lost to the Blues in the finals. Uh, And obviously last year, gag. Gag job in the playoffs. High-powered offense, as we all know, but
1: they have the third-highest goal differential in the NHL, plus 39. 39 more goals than their opponents. Pretty good. I like this team, and I like this bet as the exact Stanley Cup final matchup Boston Bruins versus Colorado Avalanche do
2: you think that matchup is going to happen? 31 to 1 odds so you like the Avalanche in the West I like them
1: in the West Uh, they had a very high goal differential as well that's always a stat I look at for hockey sure Um, but and of course you know
2: They have McKinnon. They won it two years ago. Uh, We haven't had, we've had a lot of, I don't want to say the same teams winning, same kinds of teams.
1: Yeah. Like one alpha goal scorer, like offensive machine. Sure. That was McKinnon for them. It was Kucherov for the Lightning when they won back to back. And the Avalanche still have that. The Bruins
2: have it as a team. So I think if the Bruins have that motivation from last year, just gagging at the end of the season,
1: I like that matchup. It seemed like the most realistic. Now, in the West, you can never count out teams like Vegas uh, or Dallas, just teams that are always making second round, third round of the playoffs. Right. Like Vegas, literally ever since they became a team, have made deep playoff runs. They made the finals famously the first year of existence. They won the cup.
2: So last year they won last year. They won the cup. Yeah. Two years ago. Last yeah. year. Yeah. So, um, you always have to look out for those teams, but
1: if you think that matchup is going to happen, the NHL would certainly like this matchup to happen. This would be a high scoring series Bruins versus avalanche 31 to one. um, but what teams are you looking at? Cause you have the stars who are actually above the, avalanche I like the, stars. And the central. I like, the stars. I like the stars too. I've always yeah. liked the stars. Yeah. Spigen
2: is legit. Um, they were knocking on the door. I think last year, last yes, year, two were. years yeah. ago. Yeah.
0: yeah. They won a series
1: last
2: year. Yeah. yeah. So they, I mean,
1: they're, I, I like them. I like them. I like I Vancouver too, too. Uh, and then Edmonton. Everybody likes Edmonton for obvious reasons, but sure. I haven't seen them do it. Kind of yeah, like no. Arizona for you, Caleb. We haven't seen
2: the They're very good
1: team, right? Yeah, but and look, I like McDavid. I think he might be the best player in the in the league. Uh, but uh, well, uh. there's another guy who I, we might get to in a second, but. <laughs> Edmonton, just a matter of seeing them do it. Well, let's get to the other guy because I think I know who it's going to be. Austin Matthews. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that kid yeah. is. What a season.
0: What Austin a Matthews season for this guy. This, this,
2: well, dude. I mean, what they, season? that's a team. That is a team that just. I was going to ask you begging, about that. begging. Begging gonna... them to do something. I I wanted to ask you that how,
0: you know, in the NBA, we see, okay, if you have a great player, you always have a chance, right? You always have a chance. There's a saying, you always have a chance. You always have a chance. Do you believe that can apply to the NHL? Or if you don't think it can apply to an NHL, let me ask
2: you like this. Is Austin Matthews good enough to carry you into a postseason run? Or does it matter? Or does that even matter? I think in hockey, more so than the NBA, like NBA, usually the team
1: but the best player wins. I mean, we saw it last year in the, like, Jokic was the best player. Nuggets steamrolled. Yeah. Jimmy Butler was the best player in the Eastern Conference. They pretty much steamrolled through the playoffs all the way to the finals. So one player, and LeBron, how many years did LeBron do it, Caleb, where he would carry it? He did it against my team at least once where we had a better in 2018, we had a better team than Cleveland and he single-handedly beat us.
2: So that can happen in the NBA. Sometimes the NHL, unless you have like one of the greatest players ever,
1: I think that's hard to do. Like for years, the Capitals had Ovechkin and then they would play Pittsburgh in the playoffs and lose every time without fail. Yeah. And then finally in twenty eighteen, they broke through. They had to make a couple moves to add some guys like like TJ Oshi. But they finally broke through and they finally won. But they haven't really done anything since then. And Elvechkin's still being good. And then I think in the NHL, much more than the NBA,
2: the best team for that given series will win. It's why Tampa lost to Columbus that year.
1: It's why Boston lost to, I forget who they lost to last year. But like, a team just gets hot. My, my team, the Devils, when we played yeah. uh, the Kings in the 2012 Finals, we were a better team than the Kings. We had a better roster, but they were hot. Jonathan Quick was hot. Offensively, they just could not miss, and they won that series. Mm-hmm. And they were the only, I think they were the first eight seed to win the Stanley Cup. So, and that, like that can never happen in the NBA. No. An eight seed to get hot and win that win. That just wouldn't happen. No. So that's what I love about the NHL is you just have no idea what to expect. I mean, last year, the Bruins losing, that would be like,
2: I don't know. That would be like one of those Durant Warriors teams losing in the first round. Like what? Right. How? Like a team that good
1: but that many wins and that much offense losing the first round it's just inconceivable so that's what i like about the nhl and there's teams you can you know we can sit here all night and say well i like the rangers i like the flyers and it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. anything can happen but like i said there are some teams that you can rely on like tampa like dallas like vegas i think the panthers are starting to enter that realm where you know, they're going to be hanging around in round two, if not round three. Yeah. And it's never a bad idea to sprinkle some money on them. No, if you're looking at it from, for betting.
0: When you have a season like they have, right. I mean, it's just one of those things individually, right. If we had an NBA, if there was an NBA player with that type of season, the narrative would be, you want to back a guy like that the whole way. Right. And I just feel yeah. like in the NHL, it's just interesting because as you talked about, it's, it's Austin Matthews. He's, he's killing it from the U.S. Like at least I thought, yeah, from the U.S. And he's, he's, he's a big time player, but the thing with Matthews is in the Leafs is like you said, they're dying for that postseason success. They haven't had any in recent years, even though they always have the talent and they're just a fat, they're always a fascinating team for me to talk about. Cause it's like I feel like they're kind of like this the Knicks. Are they like the Knicks? You, you think they're like the Knicks? Like I've always looked at them like the Knicks in the wow. sense of they have great fans, but they got to get they're it They're kind done. of like
1: the Knicks because the Leafs have the second most Cups in NHL history.
2: To only Montreal. Only Montreal has more. But the Leafs haven't won a Cup in like 50 years. So yes, they have the second most, but... 50 years between titles. I mean, that's a lot. That's like Cleveland sports curse stuff, right. you know, right. like, and yeah. So I, for a team like them, you know, I, I don't know if you, like, if they, like, they're having a good season, right? They got sure. 30
1: wins. I got a bet on him right here. Austin Matthews to score seventy goals this season is plus one seventy. He's sitting at forty nine right now, and there's twenty eight more games left in the season. So he needs to score twenty one more goals in twenty eight games, which for him, I think, is doable. Is <laughs>
2: doable. That
0: sounds
1: that sounds nuts, though. Twenty eight you it gotta get sound that. Nuts. It'd your be pace, your efficiency. It'd be an insane
2: goal rate. Yeah. And if he gets, if he starts off hot, you know, he could be within striking distance
1: of it down the stretch. But it's actually the only league special posted on FanDuel is Austin Mm. Matthews to score 70 or more goals or not. Uh, But I, they're like Arizona for me in, in college basketball. Like you just need, need to see them do it and i Absolutely. want i want it to happen i sure. want it to happen cuz it was the is the narrative for years with Ovechkin it's the narrative right now with McDavid like you just want these guys to to do it get
0: done yeah you want them to get it done when you're watching that good of a player you want you want to get it done no question about it so <laughs> all right well um that'll uh, that'll wrap up the show for us uh, we we got a got a good stretch coming um i'm going to be on circle city cinema I'm gonna be on to Real City Cinema. Uh, we got a Power Hour. Yeah, you are uh, unfortunately. We're, we're, we we got a lot. We got a lot to uh, got a lot of pots coming right now. Zach.
1: we do. You and me tomorrow. Oscars betting pod. A little BSF cinema crossover. If yeah, you that's, will, that's
0: very true. Yep, that is very true. Um,
1: that is very true. A little, a little more straightforward Oscars than it was last year, but there's still, as always, there's still some good bets out there for you to look at. Sure. Uh, in some of the major categories as well so always something to look at when the oscars come around
0: absolutely uh once
1: again uh thank you
0: for uh listening in to the back Shoulder fade